A guy named Link says that business brokers sometimes are a barrier to rapport building between buyers and sellers of businesses. What do I think? I'm David C. Barnett, and you're tuned in to Small Business and Dealmaking, the podcast, YouTube channel, and blog, where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses while controlling risk. So if you're looking to take control of your future through buying a business one day, or if you already own a business and you're looking to grow or exit, you've come to the right place. I talk about interesting things, I talk to interesting people, and I answer your questions every week right here. So be sure to hit like and be sure to hit subscribe, and let's get to it. So a few weeks ago, Ted Leverett, who's been a past guest on this YouTube channel, I'll, I'll put a link to, to the interview I did with Ted, uh, closing in on a year ago now, actually, um, he invited me to come and do be part of a webinar that he did on the gaps between buyers and sellers. And uh, if you want to see the, the clip that I did, um, if you head over to davidcbarnett.com, there is a, if you look up March 18th, 2022, um, it's got the Lego people in the image there. Uh, you can watch it. I did a clip on the what I call the neediness empathy gap between buyers and sellers. And one of the comments that popped up in the um, during the webinar was from a guy named Link. And, and I'll read what he wrote uh, because I thought it was really interesting. So I highlighted it and I copied it and I pasted it into my question sheet. And um, he says that rapport can be much harder to build with an intermediary in the middle. And, and then he goes on to say, sourcing for sale by owner opportunities can allow for more direct contact to build those relationships. So, so what is he getting at? Well, when you're going to have a business transaction, you're going to buy or sell a business, it's not the same as buying or selling a house or a car. When you're talking about a tangible object, you're talking about an objective thing and you can have it analyzed. You can have different people look at it have a mechanic look at a used car for you. You can hire a home inspector to come and look at a house for you and tell you if you know there's a problem with the roof or something like that. When it comes to a business, there are just so many more things about that business um, that you often end up in a position where you have to kind of trust the seller on some of those things. And we use deal structure in order to offset you know, the potential risk of that trust through things like seller notes that are subject to offsets and stuff like this. But you know, this whole idea that an intermediary is going to prevent the buyer and seller from having a relationship, I've seen it many times. And, and it comes in particular from people who are looking at a model like the real estate model. In the world of, of real estate, agents try to keep the buyer and seller apart from each other um, because I think that they're afraid sometimes that the buyer and seller, if they talk with each other, are going to figure out a way to, to kind of screw the, the agent out of getting a commission. Uh, a profitectomy is a, is a fun term that I've heard used before uh, by brokers who talk about people who try to do deals around them. So the question is, do business brokers sometimes act in this way? Do they keep buyers and sellers apart so that that relationship can't be formed? And the, the reason why I wanted to make this into a video is because sometimes when you're a buyer and you go looking for businesses for sale and you run into broker listings, um, a lot of the times buyers don't necessarily realize that there's a huge spectrum of awareness, understanding, professionalism, and capability amongst people that you will run into that call themselves business brokers. 
In fact, I like to use the term qualified business brokers when I talk about uh, brokers that I think are good uh, because I run into so many more that I don't think are qualified, right? So back when I was learning how to be a business broker, um, I remember in some of my training classes, some of them were given by, uh, I even learned from people like Ed Pendarvis, who is the founder of Sunbelt Business Brokers. And I remember him telling us that if you want to sell businesses, you have to create relationships between the buyer and the seller. And a lot of my training as a business broker was around the facilitation of relationships between buyers and sellers and how to guide and direct those early interactions to make sure that uh, the buyer and seller were going to be able to create a foundation of trust that they could then build upon in order to create a deal in which they both had to trust each other. You know, the buyer had to trust that they were being given accurate information by the seller. The seller had to trust that this was the right candidate to buy the business so that it was safe to do some degree of seller financing. Now, not everyone went through that kind of training. Other people came into business brokerage from places like real estate and they bring with them that attitude of, I've got to stand in the middle. I have to be the intermediary. I can't let these people get too close. So my advice, and, and you know, we'll talk about the idea of direct sourcing here in a second, but my advice to everyone when you are buying a business and you meet a broker that is representing a business for sale is to actually spend some time building in the, another relationship, which is a relationship between you and the broker. Ask questions. Say, hey, business brokers, that's kind of cool. How'd you get into that? Find out what the broker's story is. Find out how long they've been doing it. Find out what their success rate is. Find out about how many listings they have. Find out about the types of businesses they're selling. Probe them to get an idea of just what kind of individual you're dealing with so that you know how you may need to manage the situation, right? Because a broker who is starting to behave like they're being territorial and creating fences and creating barriers, if you start to give them little bits of insight and information about how you need to be able to get to know the seller and you need to be able to create a relationship and you need to be able to do anything to make an offer that is going to allow the broker to collect their commission, you can start to influence that process a little bit. Now, if there is no intermediary, two things. Number one, yeah, you're going to get to deal face-to-face -face with that seller. You're going to have full access, right? Number two, there can still be problems because good qualified business brokers, one of the big things they do is set the expectations of the sellers. So if a seller has a good qualified business broker who has let them know realistically what their business is worth, what the terms of sale are going to be, that can actually help facilitate the deal and help facilitate your ability to build rapport and to create that relationship. So it really comes down to what the mindset and the mind space of the seller is, what experience they have selling a business, what work they've done to do research. You know, have they been watching the David Barnett Small Business and Deal Making YouTube channel, for example, to learn about what selling a business is really like? These are some of the questions that you can ask when you're talking with one of those sellers to find out just, you know, are they going to be in a realistic mind frame when you go and talk with them? So I want to thank Link for putting that comment. And uh, I thought it made a great video. 
If you want to learn more about the idea of sourcing businesses that are not listed through business brokers, that's one of the main topics of conversations that happens over in my group coaching program that you can learn more about at businessbuyeradventure.com. In that group, it's a bunch of people that are looking at buying a business and they work with me and we all meet together regularly as a group and we talk about creating suspect lists, sourcing businesses, talking with brokers, talking with business owners, networking, et cetera. And then as the deals move forward, we talk about every aspect of it. Um, but if you want to grow your pipeline of non-broker deals, you can certainly learn a lot more about it over at businessbuyeradventure.com and by joining that group. And with that, I'll thank you very much and uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers. So how can you learn more about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses? Easy. Head over to my blog site, davidcbarnett.com, where you can learn more about me and how I work with my clients. You can learn more about my books and the online courses that I've prepared for you. You can find out about how to subscribe to my email list, the YouTube playlists, etc. There's literally hundreds of hours of content there, all for free, and I'd love for you to be my guest. Special thanks go out to Jeff Alpaw Customs for being my tailor. Men all around the world can look dangerous, just like me, with the help of Jeff Alpaw Customs. JeffAlpaw.com. Use the code DCB10 to save. They handle multiple currencies and ship anywhere you happen to be.